probably end up like picking my nose. Pick it away. Yeah. I don't feel bad but pick my nose. It's <laughs> <laughs> a podcast. It's the people, weather, people, you know, people, cold. People picking their nose. Run like a tap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're good. You're on. Live, Fear Being Average podcast. With the one and only Lindsay. How do you pronounce the last name? Garbit. Garbit. Okay, yeah. let's play the garbs. Garbs, right? so, yeah. I like garbs. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fresh. It's, it's quick. It's easy. <laughs> Not How are you doing? there, I don't think. No, no. No, it isn't. How's life? It's great. Yeah. yeah. Right, let's yeah. get this mic over. So there we go. Sorry, I didn't even know. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, now you're golden. Yeah. Yeah. So what's new? What are you up to? Um, Newest. Thing is, uh, I took a boxing fight. So yes, so, yeah. so let's I'll backtrack. Okay, yeah, you're, you're a fighter. Mm-hmm. Yes, professional mm-hmm. fighter, kick-ass warrior girl. Stop. <laughs> How you. long have you been doing that for? And what, uh, and what got you into it? I'm just over 15 years now. Probably pushing 17 years total for okay. fighting. Yeah. yeah. So I started Pro- in boxing. Professionally? No, I was amateur for probably four years. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. And what got me into it was I was kind of an athlete all through high school, uh, all through, all through school period, just kind of just good at, just good at everything. Just average, I guess, whatever. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) just kind of of good. Hey man, it it is a fear, but, um, but yeah, so then when I was kind of winding down college, I was like, well, what the hell else am I going to do now? What did you take in college? Um, police. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm not a police officer, but I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a security guard and yeah. I love it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then from there, it was just what got you in the gym? Because it's, it's, it's always interesting. How do people kind of get yeah. into Yeah. Because it's not only a physical thing, it was a mental thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so what got you kicking in there? Um, I just figured that was something I could do on my own. And I, I wrestled in high school and oh, I cool. uh, did karate growing up as a kid. That was kind of my first kind of sport that I was dedicated to. Um, and then, yeah, I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll try this boxing thing. So that's, that's what I did. And yeah, just took off from there. And how soon after you were you in the ring actually competing? I don't know. I don't think it was. I can't remember when my first amateur fight was. How long after? But probably probably six ish months. I think. Which is yeah. nice, right? Yeah. Could you get excited behind something, then you can mm-hmm. actually apply it and mm-hmm. put it into action, right? God, it feels like a freaking lifetime ago. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Eh? Well, Fifteen years ago. More than 19. that. More than that. So seven, probably yeah, 15, 16, 17 years, something like that. And I was like twenty ish. The face isn't even beat up. It's still looking fresh and young. Thanks. That's good for 15, 17 what, years. What about, the, what about the nose? That's all right. We all got, we all got a little, little, little something. Right? I still got my teeth. So yeah, that's good. I was going to say, they're, not, they're not beat teeth. up. Yeah, you don't look too concussed. You can, you can put a conversation uh-huh. together. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's half the battle, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so then after that, it was a transition for me. So how many boxing fights did you have? Um, I had, I'm not sure how many, I think maybe 12 to 15 amateur somewhere around there and then uh i've had 17 pro fights boxing and then near the end of my career i was kind of just i feel like i kind of did the rounds i was fighting people multiple times and uh i fought the best in the world for sure i mean i where didn't did you, where do you travel to um the furthest was probably yeah. like where uh, china like, oh, australia wow. so. um and just all around the states, but uh, no, not tournaments. It was it was like well, you sign a contract, you just like just like how I do with MMA. Yeah, you show up. More um, money in these places. Yeah, yeah. 
The Chinese. More money in boxing. Throwing yin at you or what? Um, no, no, it, it, so nothing like crazy. It's, just offend every Chinese person. No, it's funny though. Cause if you were in the same spot, if I was a dude yeah. in boxing, like I was fighting for WBC titles, you know what I wow. mean? So if, if you were a dude in the same spot, mind you, this was like 10 years ago now, right? It's 10, seven, 10 years ago. You'd be making shit ton of money, but, uh, but I wasn't, but that, whatever. It's not, I don't do this shit for money, clearly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Do it for the love. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, did you start getting into <clears throat> May, like once like the female like, kind of revolution started? Kinda, when, when people yeah. were like, okay, like now you can actually see female fighters fighting. Cause that was what? The first <sighs> thing I kind of remember was back in like Strike Force days, or might have been even like Lead XE, yeah. like the Gina Caranos and. Probably like seven, eight years ago is when it really popped off, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Is that when you. Kind of, that's when I was trying to make the transition. Yeah. So I was training for a couple of years before I actually okay, cool. got a fight. Cause it was really, yeah, really hard to get a fight at first. So it's kind of a gradual transition from boxing to MMA and bouncing around and, um, yeah, couldn't find a fight. And then I went and tried out for totally out of my weight class, but I went and tried out for ultimate fighter. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, With what, like okay, what, zero. What, what's, what's your weight? Um, well, I fight at 115. Uh, I was 125 fighting in boxing. I was fighting around 125, and then uh, I went for the 135 because that's all they had mm -hmm. at UFC at first, right? It was the 135. So I went and Car tried out for up. that. <laughs> well, I just was walking in because they want to weigh you when you get there. So I walk in with a coffee, whatever, just had breakfast, cool. Yeah. Not that they care, but um, yeah, so I tried out for that with. I did like a jujitsu crash course before I, before I left. Like I said, I had, like, had wrestling. I had obviously my stand up, yeah. um, some kickboxing cause I was making the transition, but, uh, yeah, just showed up and made it to the interviews and stuff. But, uh, so what's that process like? Um, I think they already, well, I know they already know who they're kind of going to pick until yeah, maybe they'll pick another couple of randoms or whatever, but they, I think they kind of know who's out there and who they're going to pick. But even at this time, um, it, if you Googled somebody, it wasn't like, it wasn't as, there wasn't as much out there on the internet. Right. So I actually lied to get the, cause at the time Thanks you had to have, it. you had to have an MMA fight to okay. get well, I remember, an audition. Do you remember that like tall black guy that was an awesome fighter with like no uh, MMA, really tall guy, his legs smashed in the UFC? Corey something, I think. But either way, he had, uh, he had no he had no MMA experience. Okay. Ultimate fighter. It might have been early, a couple seasons in. Okay. But yeah. You'd yeah. think that'd be a prerequisite. Right. Just, yeah, and I get it. But like, that for this time I was I was training for probably a year and a half or so in MMA trying to get a fight. So um I had to lie to the producer. He's like, I can't find you on Google. I can't find I can't see that you're MMA. I've made up some I can't remember, but I made up some someplace i fought and for mma i said yeah i fought this person i don't know just made up some random shit and then uh i'm like okay finally finally at the end i'm like okay i'm lying okay listen i have you know i have these world titles i'm a boxer i'm this is a story blah blah, blah. and he's like fine he's like let me just go check with the guys make sure it's okay and you can try out anyway faith has more respect Oh, you know, yeah, going I just, in I just came like, clean to him. I'm like, I'm fine, okay, I'm lying. Just, just let me try out. That's amazing. So, I mean, they felt sorry for me. Let me try out. And, and it was great. Yeah, like Dana White was there. And 
Yeah. That Dana kind of loves that stuff, right? Like he like yeah. lived for people that just want to scrap. Yeah. You know, jump and yeah. fight. So like, hey, like let me just let me go. Let me let yeah. me bang. Let me do this, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So that was cool, but uh, yeah, obviously I didn't every everything for a reason. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't absolutely. make it. And that, as soon as I came back, I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna get to work. And I that's when I started at uh, Justin's, Justin Bruckman, Bruckman yeah. Martial Arts, and kind of just talked took off from there and was with him for a while, and then I ended up. Uh, Ended up getting a fight finally. And then I actually went and tried out for Ultimate Fighter again when they did the the one fifteen okay. uh tryouts. And then I made it right to the right to the end. And they're like, Okay, we'll let we'll let you know in a couple of weeks. And I went home and uh was waiting, waiting, waiting. And then yeah, it was down to the last couple and I got cut. But again, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything for reason, man. I'm I'm happy with the way things are and who knows where. That's all you can ask for. Off then. Yeah. At the end of the day, like if you're if you're happy and content with yeah how things are going for you, like yeah. there's there's different avenues to get where, oh, you, yeah. where you gotta go, right? Yeah. And how was your first MMA fight? What was the mindset going into it at that point? Um, I you was get the wrestling because so wrestling's massive, right? You had the wrestling background, yeah, and your yeah. boxing background, so like yeah, I was just so eager to get in there and get my my career started, and it was in Calgary, um with hard knocks and so it was good yeah good production yeah. good yeah good uh good first fight and good good opponent which was great and yeah i ended up winning the decision on that one and yeah just took off so plaster no it was a good bra it was a good was yeah 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 justin gaethje style no it was i don't actually we're we we still talk now we actually were at ultimate fighter trials together after <laughs> nice. that's just the way it is with girls man i don't i feel like it's different with girls sure um because i feel like you're always trying to it's you're helping like each other yeah, yeah well yeah i guess i guess you could say that but it's like man it's, I, everyone's grinding everyone's trying to get 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 out there and i guess it's better now it's more out there there's a lot of women fighters and um freak they're yeah they're amazing but uh I don't know. Just, I just feel like it's more, I've never had any beef. I've never had any. Yeah, you're super chill, right? Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, you don't mean mug people and like, you're not. No, no. That's a big I'm part. Just, I think it's like, more like grateful. Are... I'm like, thank you. Thank you. You showed up. You showed yeah, up to yeah. fight me. That's awesome. You're my favorite. <laughs> you know, that's just how I feel about it, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I've never had any, well, any beef or anything. But it's so easy to find beef, right? You see people yeah. out there like it's, if you're looking for a fight, you're going to find a fight. Yeah. You know, like it, you, like people have no that's the crazy part. Yeah. Is again, like I'm not a fighter, right? I've wrestled in university, done a little bit of this, a little bit of that, yeah. right? And I, like, I can handle myself in, in a natural setting, right? You know, it depends what the level is, but yeah. for the most part, I'm not going to like go around picking fights, but I'm not going to be like super intimidated, right? Yeah. But the crazy part is the more you start seeing you're in, around this world, you know, there's like legit killers out there. Yeah. You know, like these guys <laughs> can fuck you up, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And you see people with no combat experience whatsoever. Uh-huh. Never gone and stepped into a gym yeah. and they get into fights outside i know and bars and stuff i know and you're I like yeah and the confidence that they have too that's the weird part i know and it's like i got friends have got into little scraps and i'm like mm-hmm. whoa that's a bold move sir yeah but you just don't know you just don't know you don't, uh, yes yeah especially nowadays you don't know man you don't know and people are deceiving yeah <laughs> you know? well, even like when we're at the quintet right you're looking around a room and you're like everybody here knows some shit Mm-hmm. right to whatever level mm-hmm. but everybody here can basically fuck most people up yeah and it's pretty wild right because you look around you're like okay like that guy doesn't look like anything even some of the black belts and the brown belts yeah. like there's normal looking guys right like yeah. in the one black belt belt wasn't the one guy a doctor i don't know 
actually. Okay. Yeah. That's what uh, my buddy was saying. Okay. But even that, like, you know, yeah. like, Dr. Black Belt. Yeah. As a yeah. assassin. Yeah. And meanwhile, probably that the nicest people yes. in the room, right? The nicest, most chill. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Well, there's that mutual kind of respect, right? Mm -hmm. Like everyone's going for a purpose and they're, yeah. they're working on bettering themselves and they're just, you know, appreciating the grind, right? Yeah. Like they're not looking, not looking for trouble, right? For really, sure. they have nothing to prove. And I think that's where it comes from, right? A lot of time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You see either like a weakness, like people that would go on and troll someone on like social media. Mm -hmm. Like, oh yeah, you think you're cool or something? It's like, if you have the time to, to go onto someone's social media, oh. watch someone's video or, or see someone's picture yeah. and then comments and talk shit. Yeah. That says way more about. I know, and and I get the build up and the drama of of you know, build up for a fight. Yeah. Of whatever. But even not even fighting, like like random this people, is just right? Random, just yeah. like yeah, like people are just just trolling <laughs> on people, yeah. you know. And you yeah. see that, and you're kind of like it, yeah. it shows that a weakness, right? Where people sure. that are just confident in themselves, they don't need to talk shit, they don't need to just yeah. go on with their lives. Yeah. Internally, totally. make shit happen, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. So then after yeah. you after you had the first fight, yeah. what was it? What was the transition? Were you? Um, it kind of just took off from there. I went and did a a, a reality show in in Tokyo after that. Yeah. So I was yeah. What was that? All I was about? in uh, uh, Japan for a couple of weeks. Um, they were doing this. Uh, it's called Fight Exchange. Okay. I think you can still find it online and stuff. But it uh, uh, it was pretty much the the concept was we go over there, we train, we fight, and then. Uh, we train with the the dudes from Japan. Okay. Um, and then they come over to us. And we train with them, and then they fight over here. So that's how it went. So you got to fight in Tokyo yeah. at that point. Yeah, with Pancrase, which is wow, awesome. <laughs> yeah. How was that experience? Oh, it was so cool. It was <clears throat> so cool being over there, and I don't know. I don't. I didn't. I didn't love the camera on my face and stuff. I kind of decided that at that time but whatever it was what it was and, and doing, just like, like the drama stuff or was it where they just kind of doing like a behind the they're scenes they're following like, you around like, you're you're at the house it's it's kind of it's like an ultimate fighter rest. kind of yeah yeah but just with like the competition and like the tournament yeah yeah okay. so you you just have the one fight yeah so they just watch you train and kind of yeah that's pretty dope though. it was good oh my god experience of a lifetime for sure and yeah so i ended up winning that fight um and yeah then yeah then that got the ball rolling for sure yeah and that's when you're kind of like that at that point of you like falling in love with them eh? yeah yeah for sure yeah but uh i just figured this uh boxing fight came up and it's local it's in oshawa which i've i've lived there since college yeah not anymore but uh yeah man fight local and you know i'm in, i feel like i'm kind of like you know twilight of my prime i guess you could say i guess you know i'm being realistic but uh just trying to do shit that i want to do yeah whatever pick and choose and which is good uh, right like yeah. again, if you're enjoying those comp competitions yeah. and like challenging yourself like why not right like, yeah just, and that's the cool part you just don't know where life's going to take you 10 years exactly. from now, five years from now like you just you could be doing something totally you different that you had no clue or even like interest in right now yeah you don't plan on for sure. The shit you don't plan on. And then you look back, you're like, no idea that was going to happen, you know? And so did this just come up or did you kind of go looking for it? No, I didn't go looking for it. No, I just, so got, a, like, hey, just got a call the promoter. That's, Let's that's go. putting it on. Knew I was from Oshawa. Yeah. Somewhat. I'm not from Oshawa. I grew up born and raised in Niagara Falls. And then I'm making a call to... like 50 years old. Yeah. 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 So, um, 
but yeah, no, it should be it should be good. So that April sixth, so I got uh, get ready for that. Right around the corner. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it too because um, the team Parabellum mm-hmm. that I'm with now um, and Justin Bruckman's, uh, I wasn't with them obviously for the boxing game, right? So I'm I'm really looking forward to having um, that team with me for this one. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Be kind yeah. of cool just to kind of see what uh, yeah elements and ideas they kind of give you to yeah. Because I'm, I've I've learned so much since I've been with in the MMA game, uh, with Parabellum, with Justin, um, yeah. It's just I feel like it's totally different from my whole boxing career. Well, what was the difference? Just honestly, I feel like it's more of a a team. Okay, like yeah, a community type thing. I've just I've never felt more of a team, even though it's an individual sport. I've never felt more of a team, and I've played all team you, you you name a team sport i've i've played it <laughs> you know at, at high levels like you know travel hockey like whatever um i've played i've played everything and uh i i just feel like there's just there's such a team atmosphere um everybody helps each other get ready for shit and you know even if you don't have something you're you're you know helping somebody else yeah you know and i, I just felt like it was more of a just so different when i was boxing yeah just kind of solo yeah, a lot of yeah, just felt uh, yeah solo, and I'm not bashing it. I I didn't know any any different then, and I don't whatever. I I I learned a lot. I, I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change a thing. You know, I could look back and say, oh shit, I wish I did, you know, MMA earlier or whatever. I wish I'd gotten to jujitsu ju- earlier, but I don't know. You hear people Again, say that too, right? They're like, yeah, if I just started like earlier, I, can I know. Be like I could be like this good right now. And it's like, yeah. man, like the. You are where you are right yeah, now, right? If I you're 25, 29, if you're 45, getting um, jujitsu, it's like shit, man. Yeah. Rather than being 46, no jujitsu. You yeah. know, like it just, oh, it's a way to yeah, look at it, it right? It's, it's yeah. all it's all perspective, right? And you can be doing this sport until you're, yeah. you know, 60, 70, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. And going in there and flowing and moving, yeah. right? So, yeah, I wouldn't change a thing. That I've, I've had my heart broken so many times in boxing and I've lost huge fights that would have probably kept me in boxing, you know? Um, so that's kind of what, what was what was the feeling when you lost that? Like, what were you what were you going through at that point? Just like this, just ah, just like what is it too yeah. much? Is it because like there's like a loss affects you a lot more in boxing in terms of record wise opportunities? Um, Do you see I, that? Right? I don't know about that because my record is pretty. Do you see a lot in boxing now? Like, like <laughs> in boxing, it's pretty not good. But again, I'd never, I didn't say no to fights. Yeah, and. I fought the best in the world, so whatever. But don't you see that a lot in MMA now? Yeah. Or like, yep, yeah. The box, like the most known boxers, mm-hmm. like they're they're given kind of like yeah. big fights, get their records kind of spiked. For sure, and, and and that depends who you're with too, and your and the prom- promotions you are with, and mm-hmm. and who you have kind of guiding you through, right? And uh, I don't, maybe I could have done it differently, but uh, we kind of just, yeah, the team I was with then did what we did and took took the fights. I never said <laughs> again. I never said no. I don't. I don't say no now, but. At least I have, you know, the voice in my ear now, just like, you know, kind of, kind of guided me. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it all got me to where I am now. So and did you have a specific goal going into it as in, cause you're saying that you just kind of like fight up. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll go bang. Or was it like for boxing? Yeah. Or is this like the goal of trying to become like a world champion like you did or. Yeah. I guess when I started bat, out, like, it was, fights in me. yeah. When, when I started out, um, I just, yeah, like, this is cool. I want to compete. I still wanted to compete. That was the bottom line. 
Uh, and I think anybody in sports knows that, you know, when, you see, the, when you see the end, it's like, well, shit, like what now what am I going to do? Um, and that was how I was at the, t- at that time. And, you know, I'm going to be facing that now, you know, sometime in the next near future, I'm sure. Um, and it's that scary, it's scary, but I think where I'm at now, uh, in my life that I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, I'm not okay with it. Cause I don't want, I'm riding. I feel like I'm riding it out. I don't want it to end, but, uh, I think I, I do have a fear of, of identity almost, you know, like, I feel like that was my identity for the last 16, 17 years. So fear of being average, fear that that's fear of my yeah. identity, I guess. So I want to be it was like fear of losing that thing that makes you yeah. above average. Like people know yeah. Lindsay as I guess, right? Fighter so, boxer, you know, like Yeah. Um it's scary, but I, I feel like I'll be I'll be I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Maybe maybe align myself, <laughs> but <laughs> Well, for sure. Yeah. Right? And that's the thing. Like you, you there might be that period yeah. of a month or a couple months where you mm-hmm. just feel a little bit lost. Yeah. You're just working, you're like, you're gonna have an itch to do something, right? Yeah. And I, and everyone knows me as that that fighter, that fighter check right yeah yeah fighter check but i don't i don't want that i kind of don't want that you know just just recently in the last you know year or so my life's changed a lot and it's like you know what i don't want to be known that oh fuck this this past year has been the most craziest of my life uh my mom died last year yeah oh that's okay um and i'm just i just really had to kind of dig deep work through some shit and um, and I guess I know you hear people say, it and I guess I never knew it, but you know, you have things happen in your life that you, you kind of like not find yourself. I, cause I think that's kind of lame. It's like, oh yeah, I went away and, uh, I went to find myself. <laughs> Did you, did you find, where were you? Going away sometimes it just, it, it, yeah, okay. <laughs> it takes you away from an environment. Like yeah. I know it sounds corny, no. but like, like, I shut down my business yeah. uh, in September of 2016 or something like that, right? Okay. And then a week later, I'm like, I'm booking a flight to Thailand. Yeah. And went away for, because like at that point, I've lost my identity of like, okay, man. Okay. Everyone yeah. knew I was going to Vancouver to open up my business. Yeah. Did it for two, th- three months. Okay. It didn't work out. We shut yeah. it down. And all of a sudden, it's like, what what now? You know, I'm in that yeah. limbo of like, I don't know what avenue to go. So I went mm-hmm. away and just, just to chill or not mm-hmm. to really find myself, but just to kind of hang out, travel a bit. Yeah. But you, fi- but you do find yourself, as corny as it sounds, when you're there in terms of like, because you, you have so much time to think yeah. and you see different perspectives and you yeah. t- have conversations that you wouldn't necessarily have and you put yourself out there and then it just, it just organically kind of happens where yeah. you, you start thinking about life in a different manner and perspective shifts yeah. and it's, it's just, it's funny how, can, how, yeah, I can appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I guess I did that on a lower scale. Yeah. So and you can do that. Right here in Burlington, right here. In, it doesn't exactly, matter, well, That's right? exactly 100%. what I did in yeah. Niagara Falls. So <laughs> what <laughs> happened was it was, I, as soon as my mom died, I kind of, I took my bereavement and then I jumped right back and I went right back to work. Uh, I just, I, you know, I just wanted to like, just get on with my life, get back to training. Um, but then my, my sister, she was going overseas. She's, uh, she's a very talented actress and singer and, uh, cool. yeah. 
for, I call her the biggest waste of Canadian talent. Because she, <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a compliment, or a, it is, it is. Because sure. she just she loves just kind of doing these like she'll just be singing with a cover band overseas and whatever. She has an awesome life, and yeah, she comes and goes and does her thing. So anyway, she was uh, when I went back to work. My my mom took care of my grandma. Um, so when I went, went back to work, it was kind of my little sister's kind of, she was the go-to for my grandma. And obviously I'm back and forth all the time to Niagara, but, uh, I was stressed out about it cause she was going away overseas. So I was like, you know what? I got to get my shit sorted. I'm living in Oshawa, trying to commute to Niagara and working full time, um, and trying to train. So I was like, fuck this. I, I took an unpaid leave for two months which was scary because I wasn't getting paid and I'm just going to chill in Niagara. I'm going to train at Parabellum and uh, I'm just going to take my time, man. And and it worked out good at that time because like, I didn't almost didn't realize the, the grieving process. And I was just, I thought I was good. And then just I, it, the longer it went, I was shit was, it was almost like, it was almost like a PTSD, like shit that didn't bother me the whole time that she was dying. She was in palliative care for three months and we handled it so well. Like we joked about it. She la She just, she honestly, she joked about her death. I, I, it's the most, it was the bravest shit I've ever experienced and witnessed. And I, I don't think that I'll ever witness anything else that fucking hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> Hard like mom grabs. Um, so I took, yeah, I took the two months off work because I was just, yeah, I just want to hang out with my grandma. And during that time, I guess I really, I had, I had no internet at the house, no TV. Um, I set some goals and, uh, and it worked out good because I was actually training for the fight I had in November. So I had September, October off and, uh, I just trained, got ready for that, hung out with my grandma and, uh, and smashed some goals, man. And I totally was outside of my comfort zone and and uh, I think it really helped me with the with the grieving process. Yeah. What kind of, what kind of goals did you have? This is I I no, no actually not not many people know this. I've only shared it with a couple people, and I'm, I'm coming out here. Um, <laughs> but uh, I wanted to set some goals other than physical goals because okay, I whatever I'm gonna I'm going to the gym a couple times a day no matter what, yeah. and that's not hard for me. It's not like go harder. Yeah. Like what? Okay. <laughs> get a better sweat. Right. So I'm just like, okay, I want to get, make some use of this time. What can I do? So, um, my main, one of my, the biggest goals that I'm, I'm really happy I accomplished was, um, either play, play, I used to play trumpet <laughs> growing up. My grandpa taught me. So it's like play trumpet an hour a day or cool. write an hour a day. And I didn't play trumpet at all for two months. <laughs> I wrote every day for an hour a day. Cool. Sometimes I would just sit at the, at, I had a little station set up and I would just sit there and stare, but I wouldn't leave. And I'd say, okay, I'm going to do this. Uh, even if I only write whatever a fucking sentence. And sometimes it would only be a sentence. Sometimes I would just go off. And my main goal was to, I heard it was a thing, you know, to when you're grieving to write about, write about everything. That's kind of like you're feeling. And my mom was, uh, you know, you say, oh, your mom died. And like that, that's fucking sad. You hear people say that, but it's like, she wasn't just my mom, you know, she was like my best friend, <laughs> the love of my life for, you know, my whole life, the love of my life. Um, 
so I would actually dodge it. So I'd be, I'd, I wanted to write about my mom. I don't want to forget anything. I, I wanted to write about all that shit that was fucked up. Those three months that she was in palliative care that I, that I handled so well, that was hitting me so hard then. I was like, this is fucked up. Like I'm, I, I didn't even, I didn't realize, I guess that was my first experience of PTSD. I, I obviously I know it's a different form of you hear like, fuck, I have dudes that have gone overseas and they have PTSD and that's legit and it's different. I get it. But this is, I guess, just a different form. So I was dealing with that. And, uh, so I would dodge, I would dodge writing about my mom. I'd start writing shit. And then I'd just sit there and cry. And then, okay, I'll go write about something else, whatever I was thinking about, whatever, right? And just go back, back and forth, back and forth, and or just sit there. And uh, after two months, I've, I wrote a lot of little, you know, little little shit that I just, and I came to conclusions that I maybe wouldn't have came to uh, if I went, if I was still at work, if I was still, you know, just burying my burying my thoughts and shit. And uh, Fuck, I, I I sold my house in Oshawa. I was like, why why am I doing this? I don't. I bought this big three bedroom house on a corner lot in an old people's neighborhood because um, I was just stuck in that kind of like I guess American dream mindset. I was just like, oh yeah, I need this. Like I I want to be accomplished. This is what I need. Mm-hmm. But it's like this is not me, man. I and I barely live there. I was living in Niagara <laughs> all the time. It's like I don't. I don't need this before that i had which is really good self-awareness to have. you know what it is and I, I couldn't believe the shit i was like i've never actually I, I was realizing that i wasn't really honest with myself about stuff so i was really becoming aware like you said yeah of just don't lie of, to yourself i think a lot of people find themselves either doing things or making decisions based on external yeah. rather than like the internal like what's actually going to really make me happy and content? Yeah. like what do i what do i need compared to what i want like what am i trying to prove by doing this and yeah. it's almost like like the old saying like know thyself yeah like are you just chasing things mm-hmm. that you think are going to bring you happiness mm-hmm. but it's just like a cycle of like okay well like i got that but now what's the next thing mm-hmm. what's the next thing what's the next thing and then there's like this endless game of you chasing more and more and more yeah and oh my god a dog yeah. here <laughs> um so Right. And you could be doing yeah. that mm-hmm. rather than just taking the time. Like, okay, what do I actually want? Mm-hmm. You know, what am I actually trying to accomplish? What's going to make me happy? What's yeah. going to make me just like content with life mm-hmm. and doing that. And it means living in a one bedroom or. Which I'm doing now. I'm living in a one it... bedroom apartment renting and I'm so happy. I'm 20 minutes from the gym. I'm an hour from my grandma and yeah, I got my shit sorted. I sold my house. I took a hit. I don't give a fuck. So I just didn't want the stress. Yeah. Whatever. And yeah, I'm so happy I did that. And it was, yeah, a good two months, man. And I had, I had a bunch of, I had other goals too. And one of them was cause my grandma was my, she was my girl growing up. She was like our babysitter. Right. So when my parents were working, we'd be with her. And even when I was in high school, I was still having sleepovers with her. My parents, my friends would be going to parties and shit. I was like, no, I'm going to hang out with my parents tonight. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. So she's my girl. But when my mom was sick and when she was going, going through all this shit, like I I couldn't, 
she, I couldn't handle her negativity. And I was just, she what would be negative, so negative. Just like, ah, uh, just kind of like, I, I didn't understand it at the time, but fuck, man, like that's your kid. That's your kid dying, you know? And she's the rock of the family. And at the time I was like, well, fuck, like, stop being so fucking negative. You know, yeah, like it's like, hard for everyone. It's hard for everyone, but shit. I, I can't imagine how she would feel like watching your kid. It's hard watching your parent die, but watching your kid die and not being able to do anything about it or thinking she was thinking that she should go like why her, you know, she should be going first before I get it, mm -hmm. but I didn't get it until, until she was actually gone. And that kind of, I kind of like was okay with this. And then it's like, you know what? I got to be there for her. Like I got to let her do her shit and grieve and too. Cause I have people in my life. I have friends. I have, you know, a family that I can, I can vent to and grieve with, but she doesn't have anybody. She has us. And for me to be an asshole and think stop being so goddamn negative. And you know, so but it's tricky because you grieve a certain way. Yeah. She grieves a certain way. Yeah. Her grieving is affecting your grieving. Yeah. So it's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but so once I wrap my head around that, I was like, it was kind of like we rekindled our relationship. Mm -hmm. So every night I was going over, we watch movies, like, you know, I'd bring her snacks and groceries and shit. And we'll just, we'd just hang out. And it was, it was just like, kind of like how I was when I was a teenager. And, and yeah, so we got rekindled our relationship. And now instead of dreading having to go see her, I'm like, look forward to it. So, cause I was dreading when my mom was sick, I was dreading having to put, you know, time in cause she'd be so damn negative, mm -hmm. but no, no, no. I love it yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. Did, did you have that conversation with, with her? Like off of that quite a bit? Uh, no, I, you know, yeah. or is it just more like internal? Like, no, I, I think cause she, she would say to me, she's not like, she said when when my mom died, she thought she wasn't going to see me anymore because I would go over with my mom to um, just like get her whatever she needed or whatever. But she said she didn't think she was going to see me. And I said, Grams, honestly, I was so consumed with my mom that I didn't want to see anybody else. Like, and my and my friends know that, and and my grandma knew that too um, for the longest time. <laughs> like, I don't, I didn't have many. You know, I have my close friends and whatever, but nobody, everyone knew that. Yeah. Just that, that that's what I did. I was just, you know, days off. Would I would go. And, yeah. 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 So. Yeah. We hatched it out. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just taking those positives. Yeah. Out of the worst case scenarios. Right? Yeah. yeah. I get, and they say too, when you lose somebody in the family like a, and or the rock of the family, even you kind of. Go to closer. the yeah, get closer to to the other ones in your family, right? So. Those are the two two decisions, right? Two options, mm -hmm. right? Either get closer, or mm -hmm. you guys go further apart. And what's going to keep you guys stronger? What's going to make you guys happier, right? Yeah, coming together and being that big support system for one another is going to make it easier for everyone. Yeah, right. And that way you can look back at the good times you had and mm -hmm. just think with that, right? Then do, they, yeah. it's, it's the, it's the memories that are going to last forever and it's yeah. never going to be an easy thing. Like I, you know, I can't imagine, yeah. I can't, I can empathize and sympathize, but like until that happens to me, like it's going to be one of those things that again, the same concept. My mom, my mom's like my best friend. Like yeah. she's the one person I can really talk to. Uh -huh. And it's just, 
you know, it's just when when it happens or if it happens, it's it's gonna be the worst thing, but you're gonna you're gonna make it through. Yeah. Like anything. It always gets easier. And that's the the way you gotta look at life. It's gonna get better, it's yeah. gonna get easier, and it's and you know, there's gonna be those moments that you, you look back and they're even more special. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's I guess I don't know if it's fucked up to say it or not, but it's like I feel like she helped me, my mom. Um, because she died at this time, this point in my life and the way she did and watching her that, uh, I just feel so like that was a hard, there's nothing that's going to be harder. So now anything that I face in my life, it's like, whatever, (laughs) you know, nothing's going to be harder than watching her go through what she did. Of course. And watching her be as gangster as she was. So if I'm doing something or I'm getting pissed off about something, I just, I think about her like, well, she did. How, what would she do? You know, to have that now to get me through life. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucking lucky. Pretty fortunate. You know, it's really cool. Yeah. To kind of take that perspective away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Did anyone cry on your podcast <laughs> yet? Did, I, did anyone? No, no one. <laughs> no one's cried yet. I'm a first. We're only four in though. Shit. My goal is to make people cry though. Is no, it? No, no, of course not. Right? <gasps> no, well, no, that's good though. Success, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> no, but again, it, it's it's just like writing, talking about it. Exp- yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> Who's monitoring this? <laughs> if I get so big where where people are like, hey, Brad, yeah, they're beep, 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 I'll be okay beep, with that. Yeah. Oh, it's gar- gotta gotta edit Garm's fucking <laughs> podcast. Another, another one. No, you're good. If anything, it takes the heat off me because I'm, I'm usually the person dropping the f bombs. Remember, I did my presentation at the Good Life Top 500, mm-hmm. and the first one was about like this like girl from China that came over and she could barely speak English and she won a powerlifting contest. It's all this inspiration, like oh, very very nice. Yeah. Next guy came on is very like kind of happy go lucky story. And yeah. Being a funny guy, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go out there and like deliver a. Like get your shit together. Speech. Hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's how I like like deliver yeah. speeches. And I, yeah. I have like workshops or seminars. It's usually about change your life. But I'm I'm authentic about it because you hear so many people bitch about their situation, they don't do shit about it. Yeah. And it's like, no, like just fix that shit, quit being a bitch, quit mm-hmm. being a pussy, <laughs> whatever, right? And that's just how I express myself. I don't do it for a certain reason, just whatever. Yeah. And so I got on stage and like you get you try not to swear. But you're out there and it's just the organic you. you, you got to be yourself, right? It comes across, right? And I'm because brought, if you're not, people see it. And it's just funny. I've, I've practiced that speech like 30 times. Really? I didn't have yeah. any swearing. Mm-hmm. And all, all of a sudden, I'm talking about this one thing about when you when you go through a really tough time, whether it's like physically or mentally, physically specifically, it's like at that point, it's just like the weakness is coming out of your body. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in pain, that's like the bitch leaving your body. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I kind of said. I was like, I was like, that was the bitch leaving your right? Yeah. Like, you get some laugh. Good and you get some to people get across. Like, oh my, God. my mom after, oh. afterwards, mom, she's like, you just swear so much. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, mom, like, I don't try to, but it's like, yeah, it just fits. Yeah. You know, and, and it rings because it, it, you're right. It's authenticity coming out. If I tried substituting that word. That wasn't thinking. It's just like, I know. I'm, I'm going, I'm speaking. And yeah, man. bitch comes and I'm sure out people and fuck have, comes out. Yeah, it's like people appreciate it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's different if you're dropping, dropping over yeah. and over and over. Like, yo, man, all I'm hearing is yeah. this guy say the F word over and over. Yeah. But it's it's a little bit different that way, right? So yeah. you gotta be your authentic self at the end of the day. Yeah, I love I love that you do that. Is there is there do you have anything that I can like watch you in person soon? I have a I'm at the camp at uh, Pro um, Toronto Expo. Okay. So I get to do I applied for like a 
speaking that uh, so you get to give like three ideas. Yeah. <clears throat> and I chose uh, creating fulfillment through challenging yourself. Yeah. And like, that's basically what my whole challenge is about. And that's kind of what I talked with the top 500. But now I get 40 minutes to kind of educate an audience and okay. put together a cool little workshop of awesome. Yeah. How challenging yourself you mentally and physically will lead to a more fulfilling life. Yeah. Right. Which again, I think a lot of athletes for yeah. sure can understand. Uh-huh. It's those moments that seem shitty that you're like going past your limits that you don't want to keep training or the difficulties in life that you naturally feel better about afterwards. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the moment, you don't want to go train for the second time that day. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go to the gym, then jujitsu, and then you got boxing. Like maybe, maybe sure. you do, but some days you're just like, yo, oh my God, yeah. I yeah. do not want to go again. Today's like the weather. So shit. Yeah. If you got shit to do, you got, sometimes you just got to make it out and, and do it. Right. Yeah. So it's those moments that kind of suck sometimes that yeah. after the fact, you always feel better in. Exactly. And I try yeah. to look for things now. I know, me too. I do. Like, it, it's, it's getting bad. <laughs> I know. To the point where I'm searching for these things that sound really crazy to do. Yeah. And the crazier it sounds, I'm like, okay, man, that's it. And if it's not as crazy, I'm like, eh. I like, I don't want to do like this. I think that's going to be like kind of hard, but like for the most uh, part, I can yeah. do it right now. I want to do things that like right now, I don't think my body and mind are capable of doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love that so shit. Finding I know. Those, those like crazy runs or crazy I know you do. And I, yeah and like, I, lo- I love that about you that's so cool yeah yeah good. I mentioned my boys uh I'm thinking of doing this run in um the Yukon I want to do a really cold race I want to do like a there's like the world's toughest ultra they say it's yeah in the arctic but that's it was super expensive like six g's to sign up for yeah. and then to get there for a whole process right oh. and it's just like a 120 mile self-supported run across the arctic uh-huh. which is really cool but it's like it's hell like it's gonna be the worst thing in my life so it's a little too expensive. So I was like, all right, let's try to like think of something else. So there's a race in Yukon in next February, 2020. And it's a hundred mile run, self-supported. But again, it's still going to be like probably minus like 40 at night. And stuff is probably going to take us 40, 45, 50 hours, maybe something like that in that, yeah. in that realm. <laughs> but it sounds so shit. That's so and there's this, there's this weird like, okay, cool. It sounds like shit. I want to do it. Yeah. Because you know, after the fact, that memory is going to last you a lifetime. Yeah. You're going to get something out of it mentally and physically that you're going to sure. like, I have an edge on people now. Like yeah. I have an edge over people, whether it's business, personally, like those small things we deal with day to day, you're going to have more ammunition to deal with that. Totally. Perspective changes. Yeah. That's when people are bitches now. They are. I know. Like they, they are. I know. It's a world full of pussies. <laughs> but it, Seriously. It, it's victims, narcissists, pussies. Yeah. This whole world. And, and you and, <laughs> <laughs> at least 90 percent but it's like and that's where i'm like god damn yeah but bitching about shit mm-hmm. but being so weak-minded that the first sign of pain or discomfort is like i'm heading for the door yeah it's like what are you doing you know you're gonna go nowhere in life you're gonna have stories of why you failed i don't think they do i don't think people well, they do. need here's what they, they do lie to themselves they need somebody and, like me yeah. or a friend like you yeah to be like bro accountant yeah yeah you need like, you need accountable yeah but they have a, but here's <laughs> but they literally have five or ten friends around them yeah they're like yeah like you worked out hard yesterday Feed off each yeah. other you worked out yeah man, you can't go you're sore yeah take yeah don't do that uh, that sounds a bit crazy uh, it's like you know what you're doing your programming has got to be even a bigger bitch than he is right now yeah and it's just a con but again it's, it's an environment and people get very uncomfortable when they're around people that are very ambitious or they have that kind of mindset because mm-hmm. they're being challenged and naturally off the bat you're gonna feel uncomfortable like you shouldn't be like well this is an environment that sounds really attractive right now mm-hmm. but eventually it's gonna get more comfortable and you just need to adapt your body and mind to it like when you go into something new like a new sport 
you're going to be the worst at it most likely, or you're going to have an uphill battle. Like that's an okay thing. It's okay to be uncomfortable. And I think people need to adopt the mindset. Like discomfort is yeah. a good thing. It really is. Because at that point, you're challenging the person you are right now that's not working in this realm. Yeah. And, and, you're, and, and you're improving and you're growing. Yeah. And from there, you achieve things, you accomplish things, and you become better and you improve on who you are. Yeah. You get confidence from that in all aspects of your life. And then you, you start actually doing more things that align with your natural ability and, uh, I guess, consensus. Yeah. Right? I'd say, yeah. Or, or you're just doing mm-hmm. shit that you don't really care about because it's easy. Mm-hmm. Where's that get you? Exactly. And it doesn't... I don't know if, if you're doing it even every day, if you're doing, if you do something every day to, to kind of give you that fulfillment, it's going to make every day. Awesome. You know, like do you, you, really you don't have to do. Yes. You have that fulfillment at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't mean it doesn't do have it. to be huge. No, you know? it doesn't mean like, Hey man, like go do something super uncomfortable no. where you hate your day. Like <laughs> no, you, you yeah. wake up tomorrow and you're like, Oh my God, my life sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, that's not sustainable. No. I wouldn't want to do that every single day. But no. there's going to be some aspect. Like, not every day I want to go work out. Most mm-hmm. days I do. But not... Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Every day. <laughs> no, but there's going to be some days you just don't want to do it, right? And, like, yeah. like, I was there when I was swimming. Like, I did. Like I would drive past... When I did a month of swimming, getting ready for my half Ironman. Yeah. I would drive past Tansley Woods. So I was doing it in March. At like, and I'm, most of my swims were at, like, 6 a.m. So it's okay. dark. It's cold. I kind of suck at swimming at this point. So yeah. I drive past the building on like days that I'd already swim and I'd like dread knowing that tomorrow I have to do 2000 meters. Yeah. You know, it, it got to the point where like, I'd, I would almost get sick to my stomach where I'm like, oh. like just seeing that place. It was weird. Cause I was just like, at that point it was just uncomfortable for me. Didn't like the, didn't like the water. I wasn't doing really well with it. So it's naturally, it's all these very uncomfortable feelings. But then what happens? You get day by day you feed off of it right and then after you you're and fucking like people need to realize like yeah. i need to grab them like shake them like it's gonna get easier <laughs> but you doing once every four days of being uncomfortable yeah recipe for disaster because you're only gonna like that first day is like groundhog day mm-hmm. everything you're, you're not allowing your body and mind to adapt to the stress and stimuli yeah. so what happens i know you're you're super uncomfortable you're not growing of course you're not going to want to keep going there and it's going to feel so shit you don't have enough willpower to fight that off. Yeah. So you, you got to get to the point where you has got to, you almost got to dive in to some extent. doesn't mean like you got to go six days in a row and just be like, oh, I'm, I got to go jujitsu every single day. Mm-hmm. But you have to go enough where you're, you're improving and you're getting comfortable in the environment. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I hear you, man. Because without that, man, you're. You're a pussy. And you fucked. <laughs> you're, you're, you're straight screwed, <laughs> you know? But that's what is fun to talk to people and figure out what's going wrong with them. Cause it's very easy to find that. Yeah. You know, you, I can, I don't think I'm special that way, but you can, I can figure out where your the structure of your life is off. And it's usually one of those elements, right? Like you're just not doing things that are challenging enough. Yeah, you're not setting goals. Yeah. You're like, not setting goals. And, yeah. That doesn't yeah. even mean physically. No, exactly. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Writing. Yeah. That's a, that's a challenge. It's yeah. not, it's not, you don't always want to go home and write. Just I mean, a lot of times you said you literally would sit in front of a computer. Yeah. Just stare. Yeah. Put one sentence down. Yeah. It's like, okay. Today's one sentence. Yeah. But I did it, right? Tomorrow, that might be 2,000 words. Mm-hmm. You like, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. But if you give yourself a time, of, like, I only need, I'm only going to write when I feel good. Mm-hmm. Or like, if I want to write. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, don't do this. Yeah. Pick what you want to do. Be consistent with it. Yeah. Little by little. Right? Just, uh, it'll, it, the muscle will grow. The, the habit will grow. But it takes time. Yeah. Agreed. People are impatient too, right? Yeah.
You're so smart. <laughs> I learn from smart people. I listen to I, I, I listen to smart people, right? Yeah. But you see it, and it's like again, anything I've ever tried doing, I've literally just been really consistent with. Mm-hmm. But again, if I want to be really good at sales, it just makes sense to learn some sales techniques and then apply it mm-hmm. over and over and over and over and over and over until I'm really good at it. Then I'm gonna continue to learn more skills mm-hmm. and read more books. Then eventually. I'm going to have 10 books under my belt, Yeah. right? I'm going to be pretty programmed at that point. I'm going to have yep. tons of application. What do you think is going to happen? I'm, I'm going to be pretty fucking good. Yeah. Kill right? Me. But Or you're going to be someone who says, I'm going to try this for three months. I'm yeah. going to read one chapter. I'm going to try it sometimes. I'm going to get 50%. Yeah. And then they don't know. They don't, they wonder why they're not getting a big return. Yeah, for sure. Can't happen. Yeah. No. And even with my, my writing thing, once once I finish my two months, I'm back to work full time or whatever. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to set new goals now. What was that day like after that two months? Were you like, oh, I don't got to write today? Or? Uh, may- <sighs> no, nah, well, maybe a little bit, I guess. But it was just like, you know, you're, you're busy. You're getting thrown back and shit. So it's kind of like, okay, well, I have other shit to do. I have to do this. But, uh, but you can always make time. So I, I, I set new goals saying, okay, well, now I'm only going to, I'll do I can, I can handle three to four hours a week, no matter what time, no matter what day, whether I'm at work or at home. Um, yeah, get that done. So, so now I've been doing that and I, I I feel like, you know, I don't know. I'm just, it is helping me kind of arrange my thoughts and Mm -hmm. whatever. write about random shit. And you go down with like an idea of what you want to write about that day. Um, Today's going to be goals. Today's going to be poetry. Today's going to be. Poetry, <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of a poet. Um, kind of a poet. Yeah. yeah, no, not necessarily. I, I kind of, uh, I have like, I call it my Bubba, but it's, okay. it's like, I have uh, a Bubba. Yeah, my grandmother. <laughs> oh, Bubba. Yeah, I have a Bubba too. Oh, so there you go. Is, Is it Ukrainian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my dad's mom was yeah Ukrainian. My dad's yeah Ukrainian. I'm half Austrian. Baba, like B A B A. Yeah, I assume so. Yeah, I've always spelled it that uh, way. I think so. so. Yeah, it is now. Uh-huh. It's been Twenty-nine years of Bubba. <laughs> but Bubba, B U B B A. So I call I call these my water bottle. It's my Bubba. That's what my mom called it, right? Okay. <laughs> like a bottle, right? True. So a Bubba, just like shit you put in. So I never it's heard like, that before. Oh, okay. Okay. It's good. childish, yeah. but um. But if I think of something that I'm like, oh, yeah, like um, I want to like think about that more, I'll just put it in my phone, and then maybe I'll go back to I'll go to writing about that that day. This is this is weird that I'm talking about this because nobody knows. This is like, stuff, hold on. Why is it What? <laughs> yes, writing's good though. I think I honestly, it's, it's so kind of, therapeutic. I, you know what it is, and obviously I've I've witnessed it firsthand. Absolutely, help me get through. Well, not, not that I'm not through it, but no, it helped but... me. It's a, through the grieving process, right? And that's why I wanted to, I, I don't really, I don't talk about it because I was kind of embarrassed, but I'm embarrassed. Okay, but I'm. Lyndon's a I've, writer. I've never, this is. I've never written, that's a lie. I've written two <laughs> papers that I can remember my whole educational career. Yeah. Okay. One I think was on Lord of the Flies. I think that was book. the book that was called, yeah, with the kids on the island, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I think I got in trouble for plagiarizing. So there was that. Naturally. And then 
in college, there was this class I didn't go to. It was private investigation. <laughs> class I didn't go to. Well, the only reason I didn't go to it was because I was on the basketball and soccer team. So Priorities. Priorities. If anyone's listening to this, it seems... sports over schooling. <laughs> Always. Wait, hear me out. Always. Hear me out. It has a good ending, okay? And that was the that. time of the that we'd have to go to off to a game, whatever time the class was. It was later in the day. Yeah. Or practice, whatever. Anyway, so we had to write a paper about private investigations or whatever. So I was like, fuck, I, I didn't learn a goddamn thing. But <laughs> I do watch Magnum PI. So I wrote my paper on Magnum, on Magnum PI yes. and Fantastic. I passed the class. Really? Kids don't do this, <laughs> go to class, but in Worst a pinch, case of watch write them. about Magnum PI. Yeah, that's hilarious. So <laughs> yeah. what do you write about? Like just him, his style or his? I'm just like, yeah, I just like, okay, yeah. Whatever. I just talk about the show. Talk Tom Selleck, my homie. Yeah. And my dad uh, looks a lot like him. So he looks like dad. Where is he? Where, <laughs> is he, he home? He, 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 he um, looks like me just with a mustache. <laughs> Thirty years older. So, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll have to meet. Tom, big Tom Selleck. Fan. Oh, yeah. he, he lives here. I like Tom Selleck too. Yeah, he's a beauty. Yeah. Is that the guy from like he's in Friends too? That Megan Peele. Is that he was? Him? He was. Uh, like, what's your face? Monica's like, for, like love a boyfriend for a bit, right? Yeah, that's yeah, him. I thought there's someone else that looks like Tom Selleck. There's like two guys yeah. that look very similar. That's Is him. there? Oh, okay. I don't, I don't, there's Tom Selleck, and then there's no one else. So <laughs> I'm not sure who you'd be it's just, it's, who you'd be talking about. Just Tom Selleck. <laughs> okay, good. So then yeah. you did. Those, so you had those two writing experiences, and that I, that's all I can remember from yeah, but, school. But, but writing in a journal is much different than like essay writing. I guess so, but I didn't realize it's... that, you know, like I didn't, I didn't know writing is writing to me and I've never written anything after that. I, I, I have journal, I have workout journals and I have, uh, diet journals. That's it. That's all I've had. So do you, you know? keep track of your diet? I do. Yeah, okay. I do. Um, even now when I'm not Are you cutting macro? weight yet Are you or doing anything, like macros no, and stuff? no, no, I just kind of keep track of how my body reacts. The yeah. last three weight cuts, mm-hmm. um, I've recorded everything and which I thought that really that really helped uh that for me to look back on and I do it myself now so um I, I got that shit down and I feel like I can you know keep tweaking things and mm-hmm. you know watch my diet up six weeks up to up to the weight cut or up to the the weigh-in um up to my fight make sure I'm feeling good and I can look back and yeah you know make sure I was eating the same the stuff. guesswork right yeah yeah uh, I mean I'm still I still like playing with stuff but that's why I write it down. And even now that I, yeah, like I said, I'm not really worried about it yet. Um, I still write it down every day. And that's good. Yeah. But that takes, that takes discipline. Yeah. Not, Cause yeah. it's easy not to do. Cause you, you know yeah. it so well. Yeah. I guess so. It, it's easy for you to be like, I oh, don't like, I know what I eat. I yeah. Tons of entries about it, but it's yeah. good to just be like, all right. Well, and again, but how many times are you going to look back at that? Probably quite a bit. Yeah. There's going to be times, right. And like, no, I, not at this point, but like I said, in the be, next, right? yeah. And like, that's the stuff that was just kind of, like, that's how you got to have that forward thinking. Mm-hmm. Cause like I do all these workouts and I'll, I'll make programs for people and I don't always write down. Cause sometimes I'm just like kind of on the fly. Yeah. I know the focus of the workouts and I just put them together. Yeah. But then I train someone who's very similar to that and I'm doing it all over again. I'm like, Brandon, mm-hmm. man, just do it one time while yeah. you're doing it. Like it's really oh. easy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. And, but, so and, 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 and I know, but it's so easy to do, which is like <sighs> the iron. Exactly. Right? So like, just write it down today. And then if you train a group of kids again down the road, same age group work for this group of kids just use the same thing yeah eliminate the guesswork it's so, so much though. i am yeah. i'm trying to right uh-huh. 
but yes, yeah, things like that, these like simple things are procrastinating where yeah. like you just know it's going to be so beneficial, but for some reason it's, uh, yeah, when I was your age, I wasn't doing it either. So <laughs> I got time. <laughs> You're way ahead of me. I got time. Then. There you go. I still got to get into a good habit of it. I'm trying to, Yeah. I'm trying to really, I got I bought like a little journal just for workouts. Cause that's mm-hmm. the problem too. I was typing, I had like four different journals. Yeah. You know, I know I have, which I is, have this little book bag and I have like, yeah, my workout, and then I have my book for work. And but that's have, good. At least yours labeled. Yeah. Mine was like just like scatter. We're like yeah, some days I'll write workouts in here. Papers here, and but I'm like most, I can't keep track yeah. of it. And you lose one day, and you're like, well, I lost the one day. <laughs> it's over now. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> yeah, it's no going back, right? Yeah. So now I'm like, all right, let's make a workout journal. Put it in there. Yeah. Set it and forget it. Yeah. Call it there. Yeah. Right. Good. Man. And so with your working out, how do you where do you, what kind of strength training do you do in terms of? I'm kind of interested in that with with fighting. Do you have a coach for? I I do all my strength and conditioning stuff. Because you're shredded. Thank you. The picture, the picture I got for you for this Instagram post, you've got six six pack. Thank out. you. Yeah. Well, I, there's uh, I have a pretty gonna, some girls might want to listen to you. How do I get? Yeah, I know. I have a I have a, a pretty good uh, uh, program. Okay. Um, what it is is I wake up on the day mm-hmm. and I decide what uh, what I can move that day. <laughs> what works and uh and i go off from there yeah so i kind of like triage okay what can i do today all right that's what i'm doing yeah and i throw shit together and you know i'm pretty i don't think this is helping people no (laughs) i'm uh okay well you know what i i'm i i'm gonna i have a long-term goal of writing a book yeah very cool yeah is this is something you just thought of right now, or is this an actual? No, nope, this goal? was seemed like this was fun, in my two month retirement when I was, you know, come yeah, bringing like all that. this shit together. But I've been recording workouts for probably That's two to three years. World's fittest book. This guy went around just oh. uh, they shredded it. He's a beast. He, cool. he swam across Great Britain. Sweet. <laughs> you should be more impressed by that. <laughs> I said he swam across That's stupid Great Britain. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just 157 days of sea. Oh my god, that sounds horrible. Oh, um, that's cool. So you got the place so you want to do yeah. a workout and diet, or mostly just workout? Um, I I don't. I think it would be like a mix of workouts. Yeah, a weight weight cut diet. Okay, so it would be um, sport specific. You know what? Maybe a little bit of everything. This is. Maybe I'm giving you questions that you haven't no, thought about. No, it's, it's okay. I well, I've. I've thought to myself, what do, what do you want to write about? Okay, well, I want to write about. Um, I, I I think I do have a good a good grasp on it. Maybe not a good grasp. It, it might be fucking stupid. Like scientifically, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I mean? I don't know why this works. It just does. And I don't. You know? I don't know why I'm. That should be the title of your book. Yeah. That's actually not that bad. It's kind of funny. I don't know why this works, but it does. So the past, (laughs) the past three years I've been (laughs) kind of, like I said, making workouts for my sport, sports specific, functional, working around injuries. Yeah. And I, I give them to the guys at work that I work with. I work on a team with like 10 dudes and, uh, we all do them. And I have have categories, category, I have different categories, like bag drag, fucking pants pisser. Um, the hell is that one? (laughs) it's like if that would be like an exertion uh strength day because whenever i do your pants i pee my pants a lot so (laughs) during yeah during double unders deadlifts squats olympic lifts okay i i I pull out pee my pants 
that's the sad yeah, that's. Truth. I've, I've came out with a lot here on uh, hey, your something, podcast. Something about this podcast, it just gets people <laughs> opening up, man. This is, this is the oh, place. People are learning a lot about yeah. garbs today. A lot. Yeah. This is quality stuff. Yeah. This is gold. Yeah. So I have all these categories. <laughs> yeah. For these workouts, and depending on how you're feeling on that day, what body part works. Are you tempo what you oriented? What's that mean? Well, oh, tempo. <laughs> yeah intensity oriented or i am how can i make this shittier that's how okay. but depending on how i'm feeling so if there's a day that i'm like oh my god i should really take a day off <laughs> i'm not gonna take a day off that would be a, a bag of toys day so that would be a day maybe like a maintenance you do a lot of stretching mobility bag of toys maybe you, go, like, you go into the bag and you just pick up some toys and do it yeah and you, no no it's more like you feel like a bag of toys so oh, you're oh, gonna like... <laughs> yeah no <laughs> So Feeling my book, it's going to be like all these different, okay, how do you feel today? Oh, oh you, you want a bag drag? You're ready for a bag drag? Okay, what body parts can you work? Well, oh, okay. Pick that. And so that's my that's my little plan. Like kind of choose your own adventure. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Uh, Just do something challenging. Just right? make it shitty. Yeah. And yeah. That naturally leads to growth, right? So that's good. <laughs> I like that. When, when, are you looking, when are you looking to do that? When are you looking to write? Oh, God. Yeah. Hey. Oh, so she's the fear being average mascot. Yeah. Um. I, I. I don't have a timeline on that one yet. You just kind of. Yeah. I don't have a timeline on that one. And then yeah. Time I'm it. sure once I retire and yeah, am looking for stuff, Something other to stuff do. to do. Cause I. Yeah. I love. I love training. I love lifting and. Yeah. If you're a competitor, you're not gonna ever gonna go away from the physical. I don't want to say never. I, I think there's a lot of fighters that don't like doing other shit in the gym for sure. Don't like doing other shit. Yeah, I think so. Don't you? You like? I think there's fighters that don't like lifting oh, yeah. weights. Absolutely, or, but they, you know, that might mean strength. like yoga. That might mean yeah. triathlons. Like you just yeah. don't know. Like you're you're gonna find an outlet. Yeah. Like you're not gonna go probably not work out for the next. No, time. no, no. I'll find something. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure what. Yeah, but when you're a competitor. You want something to look forward to. Yeah. Like you need some like some sort of goal in terms of, like. Not just, well, I'm going to try to get abs for the next six months, whatever. Yeah. But like, you want to compete. Yeah. Whether it's challenging against yourself sure. or challenging against other people. And that's just... even, that's even at, uh, when I work out with the guys at work and I get, I get a, I get a hard on, you know, getting, helping them achieve their goals and, or whatever, killing them, you know, yeah. if they're, you know, <laughs> actually I feel good. It's like, they're like, guys, I fucking hate you. You're a big fat bitch. You know, well, it means it's working. Exactly. You want people to come back like, yo, yeah. man, that was a, that was a, that was a dope workout. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I hated sick. it, but I hate you. But uh, I love, love you now you. again. I love you. Yeah. Love hate relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that shit. I love it. Yeah. You got a lot going on. Anything else in the near future we should know about other than the boxing match? Uh, well, after that, um, I, I shouldn't say I'm, I, I kind of have it in my head. It's like, okay, one and done, and back to MMA. <laughs> you know, that's kind of. My thinking Where you're at right now because yeah, MMA is my my love right now, but uh, oh, aww, so cute. But um, but I'm so stoked to go, like I said, to go back to boxing with the with my team now, with you know, yeah, working when working with Lyndon for my striking for the past couple of years. So I'm I'm excited to see a transition into boxing. I think I think I'm a better boxer because of MMA. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's cool. Yeah, why do you think that is? Just, <clears throat> just the different training I've had with Lyndon and, uh, um, and definitely my fight IQ too. Uh, if anything, yeah. I think, cause I'm always gonna, like, I'm going to show up to practice. I'm going to fucking try my 
you know, I'm going to try and be the hardest worker in the room, but fight IQ is not something that you can, that's something you, I, for me anyway, that I really have to focus on and, and, and think about and train because yeah. I'm bullhead, bullheaded idiot that with no fight game and I just want to smash somebody. Yeah. But I'd like to think that I've evolved and you know, I'm taking a little something. Yeah. Yeah. There. Learning from, learning from the guys and, uh, and better fighter because of garbs. it. More mature. Some would say. Yes. Yes. More mature. You don't want to be too mature. Too mature. Keep, that, keep some maturity in there. Right? <laughs> Hasn't made you, right? Well, this is dope. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to have you back after you kick some ass in yeah. your boxing match. Thank and, you. Um, I love everything you're doing. You're killing it. Trying to live and, life. Uh, yeah. I'll, I want to be like you. I want to be like you. So there you go. So it's a, it's a winning combination. <laughs> All right, Garbs, where can people find you? Um, Lindsay Garbett, Instagram. Facebook. Two R's? For Garbett? Yeah. No, one. Okay. Yeah. G-A-R-B-A-T-T. Easy. Garbs. Garbs. Yeah. All right. We're good. We're out. <laughs>